Hi guys, welcome back. So today I'm joined by Roy Goss and Holly Goss. Say hi guys. How are you guys doing? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you guys recently did a hunting show. You want to talk about that? Sure. So it's called the Calling Hunting TV. And uh, we hooked up with some guys from Georgia. And uh, they're, they're pretty comical. Um, but they have a lot of pigs down there to hunt. And some of the biggest black bears you've ever seen, they get up to about 600 pounds, 700 pounds. And, uh, but uh, then they started coming up here and hunting with us. And so they had already started the TV show, but they kind of adopted us into it. And so now we're part of the show. That's cool. And so you mainly hunt, do you hunt bears on the show? Yeah. Okay. So um, we just did an episode this spring and um, I got a really nice cinnamon bear. And then uh, Terry, one of the other guys, he got a really nice six foot chocolate bear. And you guys are using bows for this? Uh, well, or rifle? Both. Oh, okay. So we, all of us really like to bow hunt. That's our passion. But as everybody knows, um, bow hunting can be challenging, so sometimes we go back to the guns. Okay, okay. And uh, how long have you been hunting for? I've been hunting all my life, and so without giving my age away, I'm saying about <laughs> thirty plus years. <laughs> thirty plus years. Okay. Do you remember your first hunt? I do. Do you remember your first kill? I do. Yeah. Talk yeah. about. So I was uh, with my dad. And I don't know what he was thinking, but he kind of told me to go off in this direction and he'd go off in this direction. We were, in, we were living in Oregon and uh, we were on the John Day River and uh, I kind of took off in my own direction. And, um, you know, I, I grew up around guns and I grew up shooting squirrels and birds and stuff like that that were legal at the time. And, uh, and sometimes not so legal, but, <laughs> but, uh, so we took, we kind of separated and I didn't know that he stayed pretty close to me. I thought I was all by myself and, uh, I hike and I hike and I'm not seeing anything. And, you know, being, I think I was 12 at the time, being 12 and getting up at five in the morning, you know, it's kind of hard. So. I found a nice tree that was in the sun and I was cold and so I sat down and I kind of fell asleep and I woke up and there stood a buck looking at me and so I shot it. Nice. I like that you fall asleep a lot in these hunting stories. <laughs> what about you, Holly? What was the first thing you shot? Uh, it was a white tail. The only white sh tail that I've ever shot. And um, I was 12. Yeah. And... Um, uh, you started hunting with us my first year, didn't you? I think I hunted the year before you, but like I was trash at it and I hated it. So it was just me and dad and, um, I shot it and I hit it in the right spot and everything kind of went perfect. There wasn't. Okay. And how old were you for that? You were? 12. 12? That's mm -hmm. when I started. I. And I have to add, so I didn't think she could hit it because it was almost... A 200 yard shot and I set her up with the shooting sticks and I'm like okay you got to put it like right behind the shoulder and she shot and it just disappeared we couldn't see it 
was a little bit foggy that morning. And I'm like, oh, you missed Holly, but we better go check, see, make sure. And we walk up there, and there it laid. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember you were always like kind of the dead-eye cousin. Yeah. You was really good at shooting around things. Yeah. I, I would like... I don't know. I hated hunting because like, I was always worried I'd nick a deer or something, and that did happen. That felt shitty. That's around the time I quit. I was like, you know what? I don't like that. Yeah. But it's like anything else. I mean, you wouldn't just go out and fight somebody without practicing. You'd be surprised how many people do that, though. <laughs> I know, but you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I, I wouldn't. No, yeah. It was dumb. That's why. But, but and you got to remember, too, that... You know, hunting's my passion, so... I didn't mean hunting was dumb, I meant... I know, yeah, but not hunting, hunting's my passion, so I started them very young, practicing shooting and teaching them, you know, as much etiquette as I could. So, does Hannah and them still hunt? Yep, so we're getting ready to take off, actually, the 25th, and go over, and I've talked to... We have a ranch that we hunt over on the east side and i just talked to the rancher and he said that uh he's seen more big deer over there than he ever has awesome okay and so does bailey hunt too or just Mm -hmm. okay i'm kind of surprised to hear that and andrea (laughs) is so excited to get a big deer this year and you're going over to georgia again no we're going over east to um over uh on the high line where's the high line past haver past haver that's about the extent of my Montana knowledge there. <laughs> and, that, and that's all I give away. That's all you're going to give away. Um, we call it the Mystery Ranch. Okay. The Mystery <laughs> Ranch. I'm surprised Bailey and them hunt. And I didn't introduce you guys very well. Holly's my cousin that grabbed the white dog shit. And uh, <laughs> Roy is my uncle. That's always kept him in trouble. Always kept me in trouble. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like you kept me out of trouble, if anything. I hope so. I've always been kind of a good kid, though. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even now, like people are like, you're so nice. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. <laughs> what about you, though? How, do you, what do you mainly hunt? Uh, mainly just deer, but I, um, I thought the pig hunt in Georgia was a lot of fun. Yeah, I she got a more stuff pig. Like that. Awesome. And did you do that with bow or rifle? Rifle. I'm okay. not super into bow hunting yet. I'm just no? starting. Okay. But she did go bow hunting with me this year. Okay. And she had a good time. And what? why do you guys enjoy hunting? What do you enjoy about hunting other than just going on killing sprees? It's, <laughs> it's actually... I, I think that wild game is the best meat out there. I mean, it doesn't have any hormones. It doesn't have anything in it. It's all natural. And it gives me, I, even if I don't harvest an animal, which, you know, that's why we go out, but it's seeing the stuff out there while we're hunting. I mean, like this year when we went bow hunting for elk, um, we ended up not getting an elk, but we seen some of the coolest stuff. I mean, I bugled this one bull in and me and Holly took off after it and He'd run in at us, and then he'd run off. We had one little bull elk come right into us, and Holly wouldn't let me shoot it. And <laughs> she's like, it's so cute. And then, you know, we were hunting, and then I called in a great big bull moose real close to us, and 
It was funny watching Holly get worried about it. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the scariest moment you've had hunting? The scariest moment I've had hunting was I was hiking here in the Flathead, and I was actually uh, bear hunting for black bears. And uh, I had hiked all the way up this road, this logging road, and it was just getting dark. I mean, I could barely see. I turned around to walk back down the road, and I see a big bear in the road. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I threw my binoculars up, and it was a grizzly. Oh, okay, see, this whole time I was thinking it was like Dan with his shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, once I seen it was a big grizzly, I I got worried, so, and I was actually bow hunting, so I pulled my pistol, and I'm like, hey, bear, (laughs) and the stupid bear started running towards me. I cocked the hammer on my pistol, and I was getting ready to shoot. Got within about 20 yards, and it just stopped, turned, and ran back down the road a little ways, stopped, and then by then, by the time all this happened, it was too dark to see him, and... I had to hike all the way out of that mountain, not knowing where that bear was. That's that's actually really scary. Did you have to change your pants after that hunt? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. What about you? Have you had any scary? I've had scares, but I don't think I've had anything like really <laughs> that bad happen. Like I don't know if you remember, but I can't remember if it was like the first or second year we were hunting together. Do you remember this? And we were going to this one. Oh, I think I do. And Dad was, like, prepping us about, like, it's bear country and, like, you need to do what Is I say. Is that when Grandpa saw the bear? Mm-mm. Oh, this was okay. just This was just me, you, and Dad. And he was, like, prepping us for what to do if we run into a bear. And, like, if I tell you to start shooting, like, you need to get your stuff together. And, like, that scared me. Were you there for the hunt where uh, it was, might have just been... You guys might have went off on a different trail, but, like, Grandpa apparently saw a bear. And I think DJ or Dylan said they saw it, too, but, like, I never saw this bear. But, like, they were like, get ready, there's a bear. And I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, full Call of Duty mode, just crouched down. Like, I hope it gets DJ first. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. And then you were saying that uh, wild game meat tastes better. Um, Grandpa has those cows and he gave us a bunch of meat from the one and like I remember we made it and like I, I didn't realize I didn't think about it when I was cooking it that it was from his cow instead of like a different cow and like right after we ate it like Shy and I were like wow that was a really good hamburger and yeah. we were like oh it was Grandpa's cow and it, it was a huge difference for sure it, it's such a big difference and not only that it's a wild game even versus Grandpa's cow cattle it it's way leaner mm-hmm. and so it's way healthier for you and uh so i, I don't know I, I i love wild game meat i i mean i'm not the skinniest guy or the fittest guy so but it's more because i like potatoes <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know yeah, i was gonna say I, i'm not crazy about venison but yeah you can definitely taste a difference but i mean his meat also gave me the worst diarrhea of my life, so <laughs> I don't know if it's related to anything, but 
I mean, it's good. It's just not. It's probably all the beer you drank with it. No, I didn't drink any beer with it. <laughs> this is my first legal beer with you, mm-hmm. and I was going to open it on the show, and like it was going to be a thing, and instead you immediately found my bottle opener. <laughs> well, you set the beer in front of me. What am I supposed to I do? Should, did I? Or did yeah. you take, oh, I thought you took it out of the bag. No, okay. you set it in front of me. So I was like, uh, game on. Game on, that's fair. Holly's not old enough to drink. Not quite. Not, Next year. Not for another seven years. But she did go up to Canada and drink. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I'm so jealous 18th. of that. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I, I wanted to do that for my 18th. And like my last flight card, there's a bunch of Canadians and they were all buying me drinks because they're like, you're old enough. And I was like, mm. sure am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that you could drink at 18 in Canada. And then he's like, um, he took my mom's drink order. And then he's like, and did you want anything? And I was like, Looking at mom, I was like, that was weird. And she's like, oh, I wonder if you can drink when you're 18 here. And we asked him, he's like, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I wish I would have went to Canada, but I'm actually going to Arkansas tomorrow and then to Kansas City. That's when until you go to Kansas City. Is it cool or are you saying like... I have not spent very much time there. I've heard it's super dangerous. <laughs> well, it's super dangerous plus... Uh-oh. One thing that you have to be careful of. This is going a racist direction, isn't it? No. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, n- not racial. Um, but they, they say that there's three single women to every guy. I'm going to be there with my wife, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. You got to be careful. I mean, I could be Mormon. <laughs> Do you know how much work that would be? No, no, because you're not. <laughs> You've got the one that does chores. Yeah, and then good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, they're Mormons; they might be fine with it. How much does your wife do for you now? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, um, I don't no. either. <laughs> I mean, sometimes she cooks. <laughs> but I, I finally buddy. got Andrea to start make me lunches every morning. Really? You save so much money with that. I don't know she gets up every morning at six o'clock and makes me lunch. That's awesome. That's kind of crazy. I don't think I could get shy to do that. What I do is like. I make a shit ton of chicken for the week, and then, <laughs> and then like depending on if I have a fight, and then you wonder out. why you have diarrhea. No, dude, chicken <laughs> lean chicken does not give you diarrhea. But then you put in like veggies and stuff. Like I do, like if I have a fight coming up, I'll eat just broccoli and chicken for like a week to the point where I hate life. And like, well, broccoli will oh, mess you up. Well, so it's an, it's essential though because if you're just eating chicken and drinking water, you're gonna be so constipated. Although, before my last boxing match, so two fights, not this last fight, but the one before, uh, Dylan, he's like, you need to come in as soon as you can before your fight. And he gives me this free, like, on the house, because he worked at Fuel. Um, he gives me this free on the house, is like, protein and spinach. And, like, <laughs> then I go to Shai's mom's, because Shai had to do something over there. And uh, she makes me spinach and eggs, because I'm, like, hungry, but I'm like, I have to eat, like, super mm-hmm. good today. And I remember I get to the arena, and as soon as you get nervous, as soon as you get nervous, like, even for grappling matches, it happens a little bit, but no. it's way worse. So, like, before, like, a jujitsu tournament, I'm like, oh, even if you poop, like, five minutes before, you're like, oh, I could poop again. Like, but, like, with... I remember that in wrestling. Yeah. Well, and I had that, like, ten-month no-fight thing because it's hard to get fights here, and yeah. I'm, I'm actually still upset about that. I was like, damn, I could have so many fights in ten months, but... um. I remember I get to the arena, I immediately go to the bathroom because no one's there yet, and then the spinach and eggs hit me, (laughs) and I was so worried I was going to shit my pants in that fight, 
like <laughs> extremely worried. It was a real concern the whole time. I shit like three times before that fight, and it was not pleasant. <laughs> the one time they wrapped my hands, and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever like. Have you ever had your hands taped like? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you can't do much with your hand other than make a fist or not make a fist. It was not a good time. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Ask me so, a question. So why don't you invite me to your grappling? I don't invite anyone to my grappling matches. Uh, you <clears throat> you invited your mom. No, I didn't. She invited herself, and then I didn't tell her when it was, and I went over afterwards and gave her my trophy. Oh, okay. Both times. Both times. Okay, because I was so, get mad. So, Even though your mom has more right to be there. <laughs> no, well, not really. You went to my last fight that was in the middle of nowhere, and she didn't. And, like, her and Shelby were like, you never told us. I'm like, no. No, I told you. I told you a lot. You just forgot. Like, that's not on me. But, um, anyways, yeah, so I'm good at boxing, and I'm good at MMA and all that. But I'm not, like, I didn't think I was good at grappling. And so I was like, I don't want them to come and watch me get my ass whooped. Because the first time, they didn't have anyone in my weight. So I ended up fighting guys that had like, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds on me. And uh, so I was like really scared about that. I'm burping from the beer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like worried about that. And with that tournament, like I ended up losing to the first guy. And I usually beat him in like sparring and stuff, and I was so pissed off. Mm. And I beat the second guy, and then the first, the second guy fought, lost to the first guy. So they were like, okay, cool, first, second, third. And then this time, they didn't have a whole lot of people in my weight at first. And so I was like, I'm willing to go with the blue belt. And then my weight got super populated, but they needed someone to go with the blue belt. So I went with the blue belt and the white belt. I went with the blue belt. We both had zero points, but instead of giving us a draw, I guess there's advantages in jujitsu. I lost that match on advantages, which is no one did anything, but like I was on top the whole time. I passed the half guard twice and you don't get points for that. Like if it was an MMA fight, I won the round. Like he didn't do anything to me. And then uh, my second match, I was pissed off. And so I choked the guy in like a minute. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, I had to go. So the way they usually do it is like, if I lose to the first guy and beat the second guy, the second guy's gonna go with the first guy, and if he also mm -hmm. loses to him, it's over. Like, you got first, second, third, but for whatever reason, the guy who was running it, I don't know if he was just bad at it, or maybe that's the correct way to do it, makes me go with the guy I just had zero points with again. So I'm stepping into my third match, he's stepping into his second, and he beats me this match, and I was mm -hmm. like, fuck. And that's the blue belt. And then they make me go a fourth match, with the guy I beat for, I don't know why, cause fuck Wyatt, I guess. But like, they were like, all right, cool. So I'm stepping into my fourth match now, very little time off. And this guy's stepping into his second match. And so he's fresh as, as can be. And I remember he like was so fresh and he was like super nervous though. So like he was just spazzing out. And the whole time I was just waiting for him to fuck up. And I'm like watching the clock out of the corner of my eye. And finally he messes up. And I just slide him out real quick. And I got my points. And I'm like, I am chilling here. Because <laughs> Dan was like, go for this submission. I looked at him. I was like, nope. And he's like, cool, chill. You got the points. <laughs> and like, but uh, that's why I don't invite family. Because I didn't know what was going to happen both times. Plus, I like to show up and leave. I don't want to <laughs> be there before I have to compete. More than like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And I don't want to be there more than five minutes after. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't value it as much as, like, actual competitions. No, but it's still pretty cool. It's I okay. like the jiu-jitsu 
as much as anything. The grappling part of it is, and I lost, just so you know, I lost my fair share of wrestling matches. I mean, I remember my seventh grade um, wrestling. I had never wrestled. Everybody else had wrestled, you know, for years. Kindergarten up. Yeah, yeah. I won. I I won one match that whole year. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I wrestled in like second grade, and that was a similar story. <laughs> and then my my uh, um, eighth grade year, I lost one match. That's awesome. And then my ninth grade, I lost two <clears throat> matches. And then my sophomore year. Um, I lost, lost one and tied one, but I made it to state and then I won state. That's awesome. I, uh, I don't know. Part of the reason I don't invite family is cause like before my first fight, grandma basically told me I was going to lose. She's like, he's bigger and stronger than you. And I was like, thanks grandma. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. And granted he was, he had a lot of weight on me actually. Um, and then like even my second fight, she's like. He looks meaner than you. In my last boxing match, she's like, he looks a lot meaner than you. And <laughs> when they said the 20 fights thing, I heard her because I, I had to walk out behind you guys. No, like, no. Oh, my word. <laughs> was, and my coach turns around. She kept like, on telling don't me. Don't listen to that. <laughs> she kept on telling me, don't let him fight. Don't let him fight. I'm like, it's I, a, I mean, you, <clears throat> let, let's say that you do lose. I mean. At least I tried. At least you tried. And not only that. I know that you're enough like me. I dwell on it and I start playing it. I mean, it's just like honey. You know, I I actually did end up shooting an elk this year with my bow. Awesome. And it was the biggest bull bull I've ever got a chance at shooting with my bow. And I lost it. And I there has not been a night that I go lay in bed and I don't think about what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just like fighting. I mean, eventually, everybody has to lose. If not, you're never going to be a great fighter. Yeah, yeah, no, I always say that. Like, even, like, I beat this last guy, and he got up, and he gave me a hug. He's like, that was awesome. He's like, I'm so fucking pissed at myself. And I was like, no, man, if you never lose, you're not fighting tough enough people. Like, Yeah. And and you're never, it's kind of like Tito Ortiz and uh, um, Chuck Liddell. They fought 17 times, and well, Tito finally won. <laughs> well, I mean, Dana White said it the best. I mean, he goes, Tito always took the easier fights, yeah. and Chuck always took the hard <clears throat> fights. Yeah. So. I, I, I don't know. I've definitely tried taking the harder path, but, like, sometimes, you know, especially here, they're like, this is all we got. But yeah. Like, my last fight, I was supposed to fight a guy my size, and, like, he was, I'm not going to lie, he was total trash. I was going to knock him out. And he did, he literally texted the promoter that like he was worried and wasn't going to be there. Ten minutes before I got to the arena, so I step in. They tell me he didn't show up. And I'm like, but this guy didn't have an opponent show up, and he's your height. And keep in mind, I'm taller than the promoter, so he's like, yeah, he's probably like around my height. And uh, the guy shows up, and he's like, what was he six two at least? Yeah, yeah, just a massive guy, and I was so pissed, but yeah. I still took it because I was like, I've trained so hard for this, and like my first fight. But like, I got the word for you on the first round, though. The first round of my first fight, or the first round of that fight? The first round of that fight. All that happened was he like held me down, but his elbow was bleeding from where I kicked him, and yeah. I thought he opened me up because he did hit me with an elbow on accident. And yeah, no, I no, but he p- kind of pushed you around the the cage for a while. 
The first round, no, I threw kicks and he took me down. I just couldn't stand back up. Yeah, and I almost got that triangle on him. But I mean, you you could tell that he was a little bit taller. And oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, he had that first round. But then the second round, I was like, "Holy crap! Is that the same guy fighting? Well, you came out on fire." Well, so I had never lost a round before, and so I got <laughs> off the I got off the ground and like I was like. Oh wow! I just lost a round, and like it wasn't like he punched me or anything. No, like, I mean didn't he just laid on me. So he laid on me. He wasn't throwing punches. The ref didn't threaten to take away position or stand us up once. And I was hoping I was like, okay, I can't get this triangle. I can't get this or that. I can't stand up. I'm like, okay, the ref's definitely gonna stand us up if I just make it a stalemate. And the ref wouldn't. And so then, um, round two, when I got to mount, the ref was like, "Work, or I'm gonna stand you up." And I was no, punching no. him. And I look, I, like, I said something to the ref. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like. I was just like, what? That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But um, yeah, I got off the canvas and I was like, wow, I've never lost a round before. And I stood up and my legs were super heavy. I wasn't tired, but my legs were just dead. And I was like, okay, cool. We're not kicking anymore. <laughs> and I went back to my corner and I always asked my coach, I'm like, did I win that round? And like, there's been fights where I knocked the guy down in the first round and my coach just laughs at me. He's <laughs> like, I'd say so. <laughs> and this fight, this fight, he, uh, he looks at me and he's like, don't worry about that. And I'm like, don't tell me not to worry about it. Did I win the round? And they were like, uh, you did all the damage. And I'm like, okay, so I lost the round. It's okay to tell me that. Like, I guess some people give up if they hear that. And I remember I got up from the stool. I'm like, I've never lost a fight. Like, I'm not letting this bitch beat me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, proceeded to knee him into oblivion. <laughs> but, yeah, I felt like I couldn't strike with him because he was so tall. But, like, there was a point where, like, he threw that jab. And the way he leaned in... And I like leaned back and I hooked. I, I might have jabbed. I don't know. But like, I thought he was going to, when he backed up, he was so exhausted. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wait for him to lunge back in because he's got these Slenderman arms that he right. can reach across the cage on me. And uh, instead, he shot that takedown. He was just so tired. I was just like, wait for him to screw up. Wait for him to screw up. Like, I've got this round in the bag. I've got all of next round to win. Like, I've got this. All right. I'm like, it's just getting worse for him from here. And that's when he went for. That weird hip toss thing, I think. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I don't either. He was exhausted, and like I just managed to reverse it somehow. It was weird, and then it was over. But yeah, I can't believe how fast he tapped. I was really bummed, but his face was really bruised up yeah. from like the first round because I most of the round was him laying on me, and so like I give him that round, but like. Early in the round, I think I landed like four punches to the face and like 70 kicks. <laughs> and yeah. Then, yeah. And then the only reason he got me down was because I was like, oh shit, if I get this guillotine, I can win my first MMA fight in like 15 seconds. <laughs> Did not work out. But yeah, no, that's why I don't invite grandma and them to like my grappling matches is because she's like, I don't think you can handle this guy in my first fight. And the whole family was like acting like I was going to lose. I'm like... I went out and I beat him, and that was a tough fight, but, like, I felt like I easily had all three rounds. I think your, what was it, your third fight? I knocked that guy, or I TKO'd him. The one that was the golden box? Oh, the, that was my fourth fight. He was 6-0, and and I was 3-0 and for that fight, and everyone looked at me like I was going to so get slaughtered. So you had five fights? I've had five boxing matches and one MMA fight, and I'm so I'm six and zero overall. That's right. Mm -hmm. So, the last boxing match you had? Oh, I, the very last one against like the kind of crackhead looking guy? No, 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 the one before that. Oh, Julian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Julian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember the whole. I, I was, was a like, little bit nervous for you for that one, but 
I knew that you trained hard, and I knew it was going to be a good fight. I thought it was going to be a better fight than it was. That guy underestimated you bad. Oh, for sure. And you kind of made him look like a fool. Um, him and I actually hung out recently. He's a nice enough dude. We yeah, have the same he birthday. Nice. Yeah. He seemed like a dick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I'm like, so his coach was like a total dick to me. And uh, that's why I refused to have the rematch. I was like, I'm, I will rematch him. I'm not rematching him through your promotion. Like, I refuse to make you a single penny. And he was like, it's happening here. You're pussing out. I'm like, no, like, it can happen literally anywhere. You're just being weird. Because, like, before the fight, he was like, he told me, he's like, train for a minute and a half rounds. And I was like, dope. And I was like, you don't want to do twos or something? And he's like, minute and a half rounds. And then I show up night of the fight after training for a minute and a half rounds. And he had been training for more than that. I was a late replacement. He had been training longer, too. And he was, I think he was 5-1, and one, but the 1 was a bad decision. So, basically, he's 6-0 and oh stepping in the ring. And yeah. I'm stepping in the ring 3-0, and oh, but two of those fights... Actually, I take that back. Yeah, it was three and And one of those fights wasn't a fight. My second fight was just like they threw some kid in with me. Yeah. I remember I felt bad about that one. Yeah. But, um Yeah, so he's six and oh. I remember I was I've never been more scared in my life walking out to something. And like I thought I was gonna lose. My coach was like, You got this bitch. But like the whole time in the back we show up and his coach is like, So because it's his promotion, he's like, So he's like, So we're gonna do three minute rounds, I think. And he's like, I was like, no. He's like, what about four twos? And I'm like, no, you told me to be ready for three minute and a half. So that's what we're doing. And then he comes back and he's like, well, can Julian wear the gloves he trains in? And we're like, can Wyatt wear the gloves? My coach is like, can Wyatt wear the gloves he trains in? He's like, well, no, they have to be approved. And he was like, then no. <laughs> like, no. This was Jesse? Yeah. Jesse's in prison now for, yeah. 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 But uh, anyways, so. I walk out and I'm super nervous. I remember everyone's looking at me like I'm walking out to get like my head cut off or something. Cause you know, up to this point he hadn't really lost and the fight he did lose wasn't really a loss. It was just bad judging. Yeah. And, uh, and his coach looks at me when I step in the ring and my coach is saying, bitches ain't shit. And I'm terrified. So I just, am like, please stop saying that. And like, I'm walking out, everyone legit looked at me like I was going to die. And, uh, I get in the ring and he's staring at me like he's already won and uh that didn't really intimidate me at all but like I was like super nervous and my heart is like pounding and I was so nervous it felt like uh you know Call of Duty when the flashbang goes off and it's like and you see everything's like got like a weird filter over it yeah. it was like that it felt like a roller coaster was just about to drop for like an hour yeah. and uh so I get in there and his coach Jesse laughs at me like, he, like, looks at me and laughs and, like, says something to him. And I was like, okay. Like, everyone thinks I'm going to lose. And um, he comes across the ring real fast, like I always try to do. And I'm like, oh, he really thinks he has me. And he starts to throw a jab. And you know when you're, t like, fighting someone or terrified, like, everything's, like, slow-mo? Yeah, exactly. He starts his jab. And I can see, like, his shoulders start to swing. And I land a jab cross before his jab even gets close to me and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna fuck this bitch up like that was my thought and the rest of the fight was me just beating the shit out of him and like yeah, I, mean, I remember I was slipping punches that like I didn't know were coming sometimes like like my, my body was just reacting I was like holy shit and just marched him down all three rounds yeah you did and then like the third round I was obviously tired because I threw like 700 punches around and he had thrown like two <laughs> and uh 
the third round he lands like some big shot when we were in the clinch like we just yeah, came out and he hit me and i remember like it hit me and i was like i don't know what he just hit me with and like the crowd's like ooh, i'm like oh they think he can knock me out and so i just stood in front of him and he like tried to land something i'd land two and he tried to land <laughs> something or land and i'd land two and like and i don't know how it works out but for some <clears> reason <throat> every time i go to one of your fights I sit by the opponent. The family, yeah. Yes, and it drives me nuts because I'm like, go Wyatt. And then they're like, that's our boy up there. And I'm like, sorry. He's for lose. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, even the last fight, the yeah. MMA. He was like a big I fan mean, of me and Shai's like, he yeah. was talking shit the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought and about they, saying They're something. like 300 plus pounds and they're sitting right in front of us. And I'm like, I was like, ah. Eh. Yeah, they could only throw so long, and then they'd be tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I... You guys do get sat next to the family uh, three times out of six. That's at least half. Yeah. Um, no, it's been every time. Oh, okay. That's really funny. Small town, though. So yeah. It's weird that... But even when we went to your last one, I mean, that was clear and half her. Yeah, I know. You, he, they were right in front of you. And then he came and sat with us. Yeah. That guy was so nice, but... Yeah, no, the Julian fight was a crazy one for me because the family, like, just thought I was going to lose. My first fight was the same way, but, like... When they talked that other guy up, like, big, and it was, like, an actual promotion. Like, before, we just watched you do, like, Little Smokers, like, the Mm -hmm. cat and dog or whatever, and so this was, like, an actual thing, and you walk in, and the room's all dark, and, like, it just looked, like... And it was Jesse's promotion. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did hype him up big time. Well, he was 6-0, and I was 3-0. and Like, in his mind, he's like, okay, we got one for the slaughter. And, like, before I got tired at all, like, two rounds had gone by, and I think I got hit, like, maybe three, four times. Yeah. Like, no damage in the first two rounds. And then I just kind of burnt out in the third, and he landed some shots, but not really that many. Didn't he win, like, a title fight or something? Yeah. They were flaunting a belt So. Jesse, I talked to him about that. I was like, what is that about? And, uh, like, Jesse made it a bigger deal than it was, and he told me before. He was like, yeah, if you beat him, you get the belt. And so I beat him, and I don't get the belt. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, well, now you have to rematch him. I'm like, for what? My belt? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, I, I don't know. Jesse was just super shitty to me because, like, what he yeah. thought was happening is he's like, okay, this guy's had two sh- smokers. He didn't realize that the one fight was tough as shit and that, like, I'm mentally ill and that I train as much as I can all the time. And, like, I've noticed, like, other guys, like, they're like, yeah, I box, but, like, I do this and I do that. And people are like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, I go to work, I get off work, I train, I go home and I hang out with Cheyenne. Like, that's it. I don't, I don't make time for a lot else. And so... I don't know. I, I think he thought it was going to be easy. And when I beat him, I think he just decided he hated me. Yeah. But I don't know. Hopefully. I, I don't know. Keep... I've heard a lot of shady stuff about him, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I was supposed to have a fight in September. That didn't go through. But I'm fighting the same guy in December. Nice. Supposed to be a tough cat, but we'll see. That'll be cool, because then right after that, me and Holly head back to Georgia. Nice. This one's going to be, I think, in Billings. I think I would buy a house in Georgia. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Things have escalated. <laughs> escalated. I, I, I got a new job, and I'm making some pretty good money now. Can you make the same money there? I don't know entirely what I'm you're not, doing. I'm not to live there. I'll oh, okay. live in his house. <laughs> I, I just want a place to go stay. 
Oh, okay. You're gonna you're gonna It'll be my reverse vacation. snowbird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, no, I this place is it. only good in the summer. Okay. I was like, because you don't want to be down in Georgia during the summer or the when it's super hot. So that's true. Okay, I'll, I was worried you were gonna reverse snowbird. No. It's just a vacation house. That'll be cool. But. I'm taking like my first vacation ever. I'm like, I'm stoked. Like my first real vacation. You guys are flying, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm getting on a plane tomorrow. I'm still going to train tomorrow morning too. Oh, geez. Just as a testament to like, I was going to go tonight and I was like, no, I need to, I need to do some other things like podcast, but. <laughs> so are you guys staying with her family? Yeah. And then we're going to go to Kansas City for a night or two and we'll just stay in a hotel, but that's so what I'm really why is she so to. so against Georgia? I don't know. So she's like, she flip flops. She's like, I want to move. I don't want to move. I want to move. I don't want to move. But like, the issue is, is like, sometimes she's like, I wouldn't want to live there. I'm like, you've never been there. Like, <laughs> I mean, does she, she realize <clears throat> that, like, you're right next to Florida? She doesn't. She says she doesn't like Florida, but I'm like, what's not it's to like, like about white Florida? Sand beaches everywhere. I know. I'm like, white nerds like us live there, and then yeah. I mean, like, sure, there's some crime and stuff, but they've got yeah. the best MMA gym in the world. But the people are so <clears throat> much nicer there, and they're all basically from here. Yeah. Um, but there's gators. <laughs> no. and, and what Wyatt loves, there's lots and lots of bugs, but you have bugs. that in Arkansas too. <clears throat> Well, no, so here, I think the move is, like, a ways outside of Portland. A little ways. No. Oh, yeah, because no. hear me out. You get that perfect weather. You're close to a bunch of cool shit. You're, you're saying that you get perfect weather, but it's rainy and I dark. Give a fuck. It doesn't snow, guys. It doesn't snow. <laughs> I still wouldn't call it perfect. Oh, it does snow. Mm. It's about perfect. Nah. I mean, I guess, So because it doesn't get super hot. Why, why don't you move to Estacada? Where is Estacada? Right outside of Portland. Oh, I was thinking like Beaverton, which is, I guess, kind of a part of Portland in a way. You won't be able to live in Beaverton. Why? Because that's what... Cheyenne's last name was Beaver. <laughs> uh, I know, but it's so expensive there now. Oh, well, I mean, it's expensive here. That's true. No, not like there. Okay. Well, I, hear me out, though. You get decent weather, you got decent gyms, and it's just nice. Huh. And California's I can nice, hook you it's up too with, hot for me. I can hook you up with people in Beaverton. Okay. If you want to go stay there. Can you hook me up with some beaver? Yeah, they're weird. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think... I, I wouldn't move to Arkansas, obviously. I might... I, I'm no, that's where interested. banjos are. <clears throat> I'm interested in <laughs> Kansas City. No, it, it probably is. There's nothing there. Like, what would I do there? Like, be bored? Work, like, some job right. that pays $7 an hour? And I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be cold. That'd be nice. But... If you move to Georgia, wouldn't it be closer to Atlanta, Georgia? I don't know that Atlanta's the move for me, but... Because you if you move there? to North Is Georgia... Is Atlanta safe? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I thought really? that's where the gyms are. No. Well, there is a few in Georgia, yeah. There's some good ones in Georgia. I think Eric Anders fights out of Georgia. Chris Connolly Because if you go there. to North Georgia, there's no gators to worry about. There's no gators. I don't know. Do you just make some bugs. Real talk. Do you think you could take a deer in a fight, like with your hands? Like not a big buck, just like a regular size well, buck. Well, I, I, I gotta tell you a funny story. <laughs> this is. I was hoping that you'd have some insight for me. 
Can so I, should I tell mine first? Just I'm so not gonna mention names because I can't stand the dude anymore. Okay. But he hits a deer with his truck. Oh, okay. I was like, should it palm strikes. And a deer? Uh, it was still alive. <laughs> I'd had a few beers. I was not driving. He hit the deer, and when you were little, and I jump out of the truck, and. The deer is still alive, but it isn't going to make it. And I have nothing with me. And so I run up and I hit it right in the jaw as hard as I could. And I thought I was going to die. It hurt my hand so bad. And so then I got back and not because of what I did, but because of its injuries from getting hit with the truck, it kind of fell down. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was up on a bank. And so, and again, I was drinking a little bit. So I jumped up in the air and come down with a flying elbow. <laughs> <laughs> right on it. <laughs> and that deer started kicking the crap out of me while I was laying on its side. And... Finally, I got up and I got a rock and I killed it. Sounds like prom night. Poor <laughs> <laughs> deer. <clears throat> so, and I feel really bad about that. That was, I, but it wasn't going to make it, and I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. So, and I shouldn't have been drinking. You know when, like, if someone stares you in the eyes for too long. You just, for whatever reason, you're just like, oh, I want to fight them now. Yeah. So the deer at Marina K. There's apple trees everywhere, and they're so used to people. Like, I, I walked up on a deer, and I almost touched it on accident. We, it didn't really care. Well, like, I didn't see it. And, like, cause there's, like, some brush, and there's, like, a shortcut you can take. And so you're, like, in some thick trees and stuff, but, like, you're at a resort. And so, like, I almost touched this deer, and it just does not give a shit that I'm there. It's just eating apples. Like, what's up? And uh, this one deer, though. I walk right past it in this big old buck and it scares me so I'm staring at it and it's staring at me and it just keeps staring me in the eyes and I'm like fuck this deer <laughs> and like I was obviously wasn't going to do anything to it but I was like if it charged me right now could I put it in a guillotine choke and kill it <laughs> like is that in cuz it's it yeah. runs all the time I'm like it might be too strong but there's that video of that guy he's not an athlete at all right just some guy who pissed off a buck where he's like you see you've probably seen it where he's like pinned to the house yeah. and he's holding it off with his antlers I mean, yeah. he's not an athlete at all so if he can hold it off with his hands because i think he was like smoking before the video started or something like yeah. if he can hold it off like this with his hands what's to say i don't land a couple licks on this deer so <laughs> i've roped a deer before mm-hmm. i'm assuming it's just raw muscle and I let go of the rope. I strong. I dallied it off to the saddle and almost pulled my horse over. Okay. So, I, I think that there's only one person that I know personally that could take a deer, and that's my buddy Richard. Why can he take a deer? He is a big dude. He's just gonna jump on his back and he's gonna like all fours. I, I shot up. this great big pig, and this pig weighed probably 250 pounds, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was still alive. And he runs up, grabs it by the leg, and starts walking off with it. Pig starts flopping around and squealing, and he drops the leg. He starts stomping on its head. The pig gets up, 
and he kicks it in the side of the head, and then he grabs it by the leg, flings it clear over, and hits it up against this log, and kills it. There's someone listening from, like, some yuppie town. <laughs> They're just like, oh, my God. Um, but Richard's a big dude. Okay, see, because I, I was thinking, I'm like, in my head, I could definitely take this deer, right? But, like, logically, I'm like, probably not. I could definitely keep it from killing me, though. I'm confident that I could at least, I don't know, hit it. Maybe in its stupid nose. And you and ask Holly, Richard's crazy. He is. He'll get down on his belly and crawl up and try to catch a pig. um, At the fair one year, I was waiting for my buddy to show up, and they just happened to be doing, like, this pig wrestling tournament. And so what you do is they let out this little pig, and it's super (laughs) muddy, and there's a team of four or five people. And, like, some of them, like, they all have weird costumes. Like, some of them have, like, capes with their underwear over leggings Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, like, just weird shit. Right. Some Montana shit. And, like... So these four or five people run out, and it's not a very big pig. It's like a little baby pig. It's cute, and it's like, and they're like trying to grab it and pick it up, and they're all just flopping through the mud and sliding, and they can't pick it up. It took like four of these chicks to like pick it up, and it squeals out of their hands twice, and like one team gets it, and you have to drop it in this barrel. It's super <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I went to a county fair in Oregon. And they turned loose the bulls that they were bull riding. Oh. And all the bulls had ribbons on their testicle. Cool. Same. And so then there was all these teams, same thing, dressed up in these funny costumes. And you had to go try to get that ribbon off the testicles. And the first person that did it... Dies? No. (laughs) Got a trophy. And I'm telling you, that... Just doesn't sound like fun to me. See, but seeing the pig, I was like, okay, maybe I can't fuck up this deer. Because, like, how hard is it to fuck up a human? But, like, oh, yeah. I I mean, okay, say that you went up against my buddy Richard. Okay. Has no fighting skills. I'm just gonna flying knee him right in the jejunum. He benches 450. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and he's crazy. You can't bench a spider monkey. I'm just saying. It, no, so, size matters. Size matters. So sure. take him, multiply that by three. That's what it's like taking on a wild animal. That's fair. And it thinks it's going to die the whole time. And they've got I, I, don't know, I don't know if you've ever seen a deer attack. Mm-hmm. I have. A dog or oh my like gosh. another mm-hmm. animal. But it is crazy. They rear up and they start pawing. And I mean. I have seen that. They, one did that to our dog Gunner, right outside the kitchen window. <laughs> yeah. And he lived. Yeah, Dude, that dog barely. was resilient. He was, and then it was so horrible. He yeah, was like was. yelping, and the deer Aww. was like turning in circles real fast, just stomping him and kicking him. It was. Hear me out though, because like we do have the big guys, like you were talking about in my gym, and they're always like, "Okay, cool, I've got this skinny little ginger in the bag," but as long as you just. Don't let them get on top of you, and you just keep moving. Especially, you, people say grappling, your size doesn't matter. It fucking matters because, oh, yeah, like, some guys have gorilla hands, and it wraps yeah. around your wrist twice, and you're like, "Oh, I'm fucked now." That's cool. Yeah. And like with good technique, if I'm way better than them, I can get out of it. But like, pretty much, you want to box them, really, yeah. not kick. You don't want to kick because that's when you but get picked e- up. Even at <laughs> that point, I mean, so Richard is what about six three? Oh, that's fun. And he were, I mean, 
right? Like right now, he's really lean because he is competing in a muscle man thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I mean, he's weighing like I think he's down to like two o five. Too late. He's in danger. And <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, still benching four fifty. Okay. Not same. And uh, I mean, his chest is like giant easy target and he like i said he doesn't feel pain he will (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's just a freak of nature and he's all natural yeah no yeah size matters size matters for sure and uh i I mean this is sounding like to to me that type of guy the best thing to do is beat him up Shooting. <laughs> no, see, this is this is sounding like like my boxing matches again. Now I'm thinking like I don't invite you. I just bring you his head. Yeah, still attached to him because I don't kill people. But <laughs> no, yeah, that would that would definitely be tough. Size definitely matters because like some chick was like, girls could do anything guys can at the gym, and then like I just watched her get wrecked round after round <laughs> with these guys, and they're like fighters, so like they're not doing anything much. Like they're like. Sparring, like, I would spar with someone who'd never sparred, so, like, super light, but just nothing's happening, and they're just too big and too good, and, like, with some of the pro guys, like, up to 170 pounds, depending on their skill level, I can make it competitive, Right. but, like, much past that, unless they don't train at all, like, if they don't train at all, like, obviously I'll piece them up, but, like, as soon as, like, a 205er has like even a little bit of training and like just a walk around 205er not like a fights at 205 like right as soon as they have a little bit of training it's some dicey water just because they're too big because you can't grapple them i mean this guy so he goes in every morning at four o'clock in the morning and he works out for three hours a day Mm -hmm. yeah that'd be that'd be tough and i mean he's he does you know, it isn't just like regular weight training either. Mm-hmm. He ain't like one of the big bodybuilder dudes. I mean, he's doing cardio. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's like... He can only run for so long, though. All right. <laughs> but then I have to stop and catch my breath. <laughs> but no, yeah, size definitely... But matters. what was funny is so I took him up to... What were we hunting? 7,900 feet? Mm-hmm. Damn. And he comes from below sea level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he's just so he gassing. thought he was to kick ass up there, and I mean, we're walking up this hill, and he's like, uh, uh, "I'm dying." So, <laughs> so people tell me all the time before the first fights and stuff, they're like, "Oh my god, I'm in such good shape! Like, I can do this, I can do that, I can do anything." And then like they get in there and they gas out in round one, they're like, "I don't know what happened." Like, <laughs> yeah. It's different. Well, it's nerves. I mean, it everything plays a part in that oh yeah well it's it's just like people are always like uh, it's so weird to me because people are always like oh i'd kick their ass if they did that i'm like you've never been in a fight that'd be like if i told you i'm gonna like score a bunch of touchdowns on your ass it's like what well that's like i've been hunting before and i mean at the range these people shoot the tightest groups you've ever seen and i mean they're a great shot they know everything about the rifle I take them out hunting. They cannot hit an animal to save their life. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Well, it's like people who just hit mitts. Like, they start sparring and they just get wrecked. They're like, why am I not good at this? It's like, because you don't do this. You hit things that are right here for you. Right. But, I don't know. Yeah, size size matters. You can definitely overcome it, but it's not easy. And you've got to be so on your A game that, like, it's insane. At a certain point, you're kind of just fucked, though. Like, at a certain point, what are you doing? 
Like, if you're fighting someone, there's weight classes. And if you're, like, in a bar and you're smaller than them, I don't know. Speed bag their bean bag. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so is there anything else you need to talk about? Promote your new business, maybe? Because some people listen from here. Mostly um, kids my age. But... So it ain't really my business. I actually went to work for a great construction company called uh, Mindful Designs. And, uh, Are they mindful? Yeah, they're pretty mindful. It's all about the customer, and but they're great guys to work for, great builders, and uh, but uh, my passion's the hunting still, and so uh, everybody subscribe to the Calling Hunting TV. Holly, you got anything to say? You're really talkative. <laughs> I know you just laughed at us the whole time. I didn't I know. even know we I was going to be doing this track. to like five seconds before it started. I don't know you're coming, so like yeah. you should have known that if you were coming, you were going to be involved. <laughs> you want to tell people about what you gave your dad? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you should tell it. I think you should tell it. That's a good way to end the like, episode. I was like, what are you talking about? So Wyatt was telling us before we started the podcast about how he told all of you about him making me pick up the white turd. I think that episode got like a hundred and something plays too so like only a few people heard it that's great not that many that's not that many that's great so uh so then i told him about how um when i was <laughs> this is so funny <laughs> when i was little and my mom and dad were taking turns working so my dad would work during the day and come back and then my mom mm. would leave for the nights like tag team yeah mm-hmm. and so my mom had a break and it was pretty late at night and so she was talking to my dad on the phone and I don't remember any of this. I've just been told this story over and over. And so apparently I was this like, this was last month, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So apparently I was like tapping him on his arm and like trying to get his attention and he just wasn't having it. So he just stuck out his hand and I put a turd in his hand and he didn't know what it was at first until he squeezed it. And then he panicked and jumped up through his phone. And that was that was last month. Was it? It was your human turd, though, right? Like you fished it out of your diaper. There's some crucial details you skipped there, and I just want to make sure we. Yeah, that's what I've been told. I don't remember. Well, I can't think of a better way to end a podcast than than that. So thank you guys.